welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly. I'm your host, and I've got something very practical in store for you today. We're talking about how to be fully present on your wedding day. Every single time I talk to a newlywed couple, and I'm literally saying every single time, every time I talk to a newlywed couple, they say the same thing. They say the wedding day just flies by. It goes so quickly. Now, when you think about it, you spend months and for some couples, years planning your wedding day. You're making so many decisions. You're going to appointments. It's the probably the biggest thing on your mind for months and months at a time. And then it comes to the day and it just goes by in such a flash that you can finish, you can get to the end of your your wedding day or maybe even the day after and just be like, oh my gosh, where did the time go? Well, if you're worried that that's going to be you and you want to find ways to really soak up the time, you want to enjoy the moment, you want to be fully present on your wedding day so you can really get the most out of it then you're in the right place because I'm going to walk you through a list of some very practical things you can do. I'm going to end with a few bonus tips as well. And I'm guaranteeing that if you take some of my advice, you're going to get to your wedding day, you're going to be fully prepared to be able to pause, enjoy the moment and not feel like you're rushing from one thing to the next. So let's get started. Very first thing on my list is super practical. Add wiggle room to your timeline. So this is what I mean. In order to put on your wedding dress, it's not going to take the same amount of time as it does when you're putting on a dress for, you know, another kind of formal occasion. Normally, it might take you two minutes to slip on a dress and then put your shoes on. But on your wedding day, it's going to take a little bit longer. And you'll probably also have some of those moments photographed as well. So, you know, maybe you'll be in the dress, but then there'll be a photo of your, your mom or your bridesmaids buttoning you up. It just, everything takes a bit longer. Now, in addition to things taking a bit longer, there's always going to be something that comes up that you didn't expect. So everything from getting ready in the morning of the wedding, which we do have a separate podcast episode about, and I will link it for you so that you can, you know, you can listen to everything you need to think about when you're planning the morning. Um, But everything from the morning all the way to the end of the day, things crop up. It's just normal. Um, I used to be a wedding coordinator where I would come in on the day of the wedding and I would coordinate everything and make sure that things went according to plan. And um, things almost never went according to plan. There was always something that came up. Um, So my advice is when you're planning out your wedding timeline, don't be too strict on times. So if your idea is to have your dinner at a certain time and then after that you want to cut the cake and then open the dance floor... Don't go from the dinner straight to the cake and then to the dance floor. Have some periods of time between each of those events where you and your guests can, you know, have the meal. And then instead of just having your plate taken away and then going straight to cutting the cake, just have a moment where, you know, for your guests, they'll finish eating and they'll be chatting with each other. Maybe you'll have a guest book set up somewhere or you'll have a photo booth or an activity. You know, guests will enjoy kind of walking around, mingling, chatting. You will enjoy just sitting, 
you know, having a moment. Um, so really having that wiggle room means that you're not going to be rushing from one event to the next. It also means that if something unexpected does pop up, you're not going to be sitting there going, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Because I know that we needed to do this thing and that thing, like how are we going to get it done? You just won't need to be worrying about that. Wiggle room is your friend. Second thing on the list, if you want to be fully present on your wedding day, be okay showing emotion. So as you are walking down the aisle or as you are watching your partner walk down the aisle, maybe you are delivering a wedding speech or even during your couple's portrait photos, it's just the two of you, it's very romantic, very special. It's okay if you show emotion. In fact, I would encourage you to show emotion. It helps you to really enjoy what's happening in the moment. If you try and switch off emotion, you, if you say, no, I'm going to ruin my makeup if I cry, or if you're a man and you feel like, no, men, men don't cry, no, that's just not true. <laughs> it's so good to be able to just be in the moment, to be fully present, to allow yourself to feel what you want to feel. It's a very happy day and it's okay if you show emotion. In fact, your partner will love that. And so it'll help you to really enjoy what's going on in the moment if you just allow yourself to just let go. Don't worry about what people think because it's, it's expected that you're going to be emotional at some point on your wedding day. Third item on my list, and this one is a little bit untraditional, a little bit unconventional, and it's not for everyone, but you could consider getting ready together. So typically you have one partner getting ready with their wedding party, then you have the other partner getting ready somewhere else with their wedding party, and if you have two photographers, you know, they'll each go to a different location taking photos of the group, or one photographer will go between the two, and then um, at the wedding ceremony, the couple normally meets at the end of the aisle and then from that point onwards, they are together for, for the rest of the day. But there's no reason that you can't actually get ready together, particularly if you don't have a big wedding party. Um, I've seen loads of couples who actually don't have a wedding party at all. It's just the two of them. Maybe you've already got a family together or you know, you've been living together for a long time. You can say no to tradition and actually get more time together on the day if you are getting ready together. And of course, that isn't for everyone because sometimes you want your wedding dress, your outfit to be a surprise. You know, if, if that's a tradition that you like, then I have something else that you might enjoy. You could consider having a first look. So a first look means you would get ready separately, um, but your first look isn't at the end of the wedding aisle, it would be before that moment where you come together, it's a special moment. I don't know if you've seen those photos where you know, you've got one member of the couple facing away from the camera and then the other comes up and taps them on the shoulder, they turn around, see in the outfit and it's this really special moment. It's called a first look. Um, it's a very American tradition but it's really special because it means that you, you get to have this quiet moment together of seeing each other for the first time without everyone around you. You can kind of get lost in the moment, but in a really special romantic way. Um, it's a great idea for people who are, you know, not, they don't love having all eyes on them. So you'll still want to have that, you know, that ceremony moment, um, you know, walking down the aisle, you will still have all eyes on you at some point in the day. But if you want the first moment that your partner sees you to be a more intimate one, a first look is a really good example of something that you could do. And that brings me to my next idea, which is to have private vows. Now, I still recommend having your vows out in public. Um, for legal reasons, you may have to do that, depending on how you're getting married legally, who's marrying you, and if you've signed papers beforehand, all of that. But 
in addition to that, you could share your private vows either during your first look or have you seen those really cute photos where um, you know, like you're, you're at a corner, um, you know, you're on one side of the wall and you're holding your partner's hand. You can't see each other, but you're able to speak to each other and hold hands. That's a really special moment. It's a really cute, you know, kind of Pinteresty photo trend that did the rounds a few years ago. Um, but you could also do this later in the day. Um, you know, let's say your ceremony has come and gone. Um, your guests are getting ready to head to the reception location. You know, that's a moment where you could just pause. You could go back into the church if you're allowed to. You could find a little room where it's just the two of you. Maybe you're in the car on your way to the next location. It's just you and your partner and the driver kind of doing their thing. You could share your private vows then. It's just a moment where you're acknowledging that it's just the two of you and the promises that you're making to each other are their real promises, they're special, they're forever promises. Find a moment that fits in your timeline and that works for you, but do it privately so you can show your partner just how special they are to you. Here's another one, very practical. Enjoy your meal together. Now you might be thinking, of course we're going to enjoy our meal together and of course we're going to be sitting with each other. And I know that you have very good intentions of doing that, but I've heard of so many couples who just don't eat on their wedding day because as soon as they sit down, somebody calls them up for something, they go and say hello to someone and, you know, the next thing they know, the mealtime has come and gone, they haven't eaten, they haven't even spoken to each other that evening. So my advice is to actually enjoy your meal together. So when the food comes out, sit down, chat with your partner and eat your food. You may only get five minutes or 10 minutes to do that unless you are very deliberate in how you plan out your wedding timeline for the reception, but just make a point of actually eating because you don't want to be hangry on your wedding day. You have picked the meal because you know it's going to be delicious. Um, so just take time to enjoy it, but you'll be able to be with your partner. You'll be able to actually be fully present in that moment, enjoying your wedding meal along with your partner and your guests. And if you want to, you could even have a sweetheart table. So there are lots of different types of wedding reception table ideas, one of which is called a sweetheart table. And that is where it's just you and your partner at a small two-seater table and you get to just be alone. Um, it's a lot easier to be fully present because you don't have people on either side of you asking you questions and chatting. But it's, again, it's not for everyone because some people want to have their family, their, their bridal party around them when they're eating, whatever works for you. But just make a point of actually eating, enjoying the, the speeches and the toasts and not rushing through that moment. Okay, here's my final tip before we get to some bonus tips. So the final tip is sneak out for some alone time. I've heard so many couples share this tip and it's a really good one. So I'm not surprised that so many couples are doing it. But if you've never heard of this before, basically what it means is at some point once the meal has happened, but before the dancing and the cutting of the cake, see if you can sneak out and just have a moment alone. In fact, my husband and I did that. We did that before we went into the reception venue. So we'd had our, our photos with our wedding party and then they went and hung out with the guests. Then we had a few pictures taken, just the two of us. And then our photographers said, you know, we're going to go in and get some photos of the venue before the guests all walk in. And so we ended up having maybe 10 minutes, just the two of us. I don't remember exactly how long it was, but I remember we were able to just slowly walk back to the venue together. We were holding hands. It was really romantic. And we were kind of like, oh my gosh, we're married. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> this day that we've planned, it's come together. Finally, all the stress we've gone through planning it, it's here. <laughs> so it allows you to just kind of center yourselves and go, hold on, it's happening. This is our wedding day. It's crazy. 
So sneak out, have some time alone, have a little chat together. It'll, it might be your first time to say to your partner, oh my gosh, you look so good. So just pause and have a little bit of alone time. And if you want to get some photos taken in that time, go for it. Like it, it still counts as alone time if your photographers are taking shots of you. But if you can sneak out and have actual alone time, even just for five minutes, you'll thank me later. Now I mentioned I have some bonus tips. So I've got four bonus tips for you. So if you want to be fully present on your wedding day, bonus tip number one, hire a wedding planner. It means that you won't have to think about anything on the day. Even if you can only afford to have a wedding coordinator just for the day, it's someone who can be pulling strings for you. It takes the pressure off and it means you can focus on what actually matters, which is your wedding, your marriage, your partner, your friends and family. And you're not worrying, you know, does the DJ know where to set up? What happens if this person forgot to bring this thing? Is somebody going to like remember to put the cake topper on? Someone else will be dealing with all of that for you. Bonus tip number two. Wear a special perfume or cologne um, that you can remember every single time you wear it, you'll think about your wedding day. I did this and it was amazing. Um, I had this perfume and every time my husband and I went and did a wedding related thing, whether it was looking for venues or finding dresses or whatever it was, every wedding activity that we did, I actually put that perfume on. And then on the wedding day, I put it on again. And what ended up happening was, I, there's a name for it that I don't know, but you basically end up associating the scent with a memory. So if you think about for people who grew up near the sea, um, every time you smell sunblock, you picture, you know, being on the beach, wedding, oh, sorry, not wedding, beach, beach memories, summer holidays. It's the same thing with a wedding perfume where if you do it for the months leading up to the day, every time you do a wedding thing, like your hand party or cake tasting or any wedding activity that you do, put on that perfume. And then when it gets to the day, you put it on again and it reminds you of all the fun you had planning your wedding. And then after the wedding, when you smell that perfume again, it takes you right back to that day, right back to that moment. And it brings back all those special memories. Bonus tip number three, put your phone away. <laughs> now we love to have our phones. We love to get photos. We love to take videos of the moment, but I guarantee you, you don't need to worry about that on your wedding day. You've got photographers, you probably have a videographer. And in addition to that, you've got loads of friends and family taking pictures of everything from their perspective. Worst case scenario, you can give your phone to your maid of honor or your best man, and you can say, hey, during the day, can you just take a few photos and videos of everything on my phone? Then at least you know you've got something you can look back on on the night of your wedding or the morning after, you know, when your professional photos aren't ready yet and maybe your friends haven't posted everything on social media, you've got a few photos to look at. But if your phone is not in your hand, it means you can actually be in the moment enjoying your wedding day. And my final bonus tip, bonus tip number four, to be fully present on your wedding day, wear comfortable shoes. It's very practical, but if your feet hurt, you're not going to be able to enjoy yourself. So make sure that you have comfortable wedding shoes. And if it means changing shoes for the dancing or taking them off altogether, go for it. Well, thank you for listening today. The Wedding Wednesdays at the Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie.